Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. Welcome to Spiritual Happy Hour. It's Thursday night, March 5th, 2015. I'm Jen Lajotis, your co-host for Spiritual Happy Hour. I am here tonight with Chris Hendricks. He is a singer, songwriter, and more, everything you can imagine. Chris is amazing. Uh, Janelle is coming on tonight with us as well at the half hour mark, and we are talking about creativity tonight and opening yourself up to uh, letting your personal piece of creation, what you're meant to do, uh, come in. And Chris is an amazing example of that. That's exactly what he's done on his whole life journey. And so he's going to share with us his journey and, and who he is and uh, share with us his, uh, his songs. And um, and we're going to talk about creativity. So first, I want to play uh, "Meant to Survive" from Chris, and uh, then we're going to we're going to talk to him and and hear all about uh, his journey. Here we go. Here's Chris Hendricks on Spiritual Happy Hour.
Uh, I love that song. It's uh, Jen Lajotis. I'm your co-host of Spiritual Happy Hour here on Blog Talk Radio. Tonight is March 5th, 2015, and Janelle and I are here with Chris Hendricks, who is a singer-songwriter. And I just want to tell people, if you're a first-time listener, what Spiritual Happy Hour is about. We're a show about uh, intuition and spirituality and connecting with um, your authentic self. Janelle is a soul pathway healer. She has always uh, kept her connection to the divine from the time she was born. And so she channels all the information that you hear coming from her in the show. And she's coming on around the half an hour mark. And I say this every show, but the guests that come on our show are actually handpicked from from the divine, from Janelle's guides. And Chris, uh, you are absolutely no exception Today we're talking about uh, creation. Um, I was talking with Janelle with Chris a couple weeks ago, and she was saying that we're in a time right now of um, creation, co-creation. This is the time where we're all really called to get in touch with whatever we're here to do, whatever piece of creation, whatever that is, now is the time to do it. And a lot of us, myself included, um, step into to, to life with, um, with our past. And um, Chris, you are an exception to that rule. You are not somebody who, um, who lets your past hold you back at all. And um, that's one of the reasons why you're on the show. You're just so open to jumping in and being open to transformation and, and being open to creating. And um, that's what we're talking about tonight. But I wanted you, if you could, just to share your story with the listening audience um, where you came from. Because, um, you know, you you haven't had an easy journey. And it doesn't hold you back at all. So if you wouldn't mind just telling us a little bit about you, how you grew up and how you got into music. And then we'll kind of keep going. Sure, sure. Um, Well, first of all, I'm really honored to be on the show, so thank you so uh, uh, thank you so very much for having me. Thanks to the thanks to the uh, the divine. Uh, thanks to your co-host. Thanks to uh, everyone out there listening. I really appreciate your time. Um, as far as where I came from, um, that's that's uh, not only is that a long story, but uh, I suppose easy and hard. I mean, it, they're they're both such relative terms really i mean i think i think you it's it's all mental as far as that uh whether you determine something is is easy or hard but um as far as i'm concerned music i think has always really been a part of my life i mean i'm uh traveling and uh i've been traveling and performing for a while and writing uh i really didn't get into the the writing and performing aspect until college and after college, but I think music has always really been on my heart. My dad uh, played for a really long time, and um, I actually remember as a a little kid, my mom says that I actually sang uh, as soon as I I came into this world, that I like, that I I didn't really, that I didn't really cry, that I, uh, more or less, I I sang everything, which I'm sure is a great celebration. No, 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 uh, no, 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 I but, doubt uh, it. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You know, mom, <laughs> moms tend to have uh, moms tend to have what I call the beautiful bias. Uh, right. But oh I god, do, I, 
I do remember sort of like sneaking. Um, my my parents would have like these these parties, and my dad was always like this, not just a guitar player, but an entertainer. He would he would play his guitar and sing and tell jokes, and I would see all these people around him and always be just immediately just entranced, totally magnetized, drawn to it. Um, and I would uh, there were times when I would sneak out of my out of my bedroom um, as a little tyke and sort of crawl onto the you know, the porch or the deck or wherever, what have you, and my mom would see me and have to take me back into my room. Oh, God, I love um, that. And uh, there's actually, there's a couple photos of me uh, in diapers reaching up at my dad's guitar as he's playing to strum the strings. Um, oh, that's, and that's phenomenal. Always been, that's always been a, yeah, that's always been a memory that's really um, been warm and, and near and dear uh, to me. But I have to say, you know, it took me a really long time to to connect with with myself and really figure out um, where I'm going in life, and I think that it's always evolving and it's always changing. But I I really did feel very uh, disconnected for a really long time because I was diagnosed with um, cerebral palsy when I was four, and um, what that is is it's a neurological uh, condition where for me specifically the signals from my brain to my legs to control the motor functions every once in a while they kind of misfire and um, that's made it really difficult uh, at an early age it made it really difficult to walk and participate in really intense activities and lead what I sort of defined early on quote-unquote as a normal life um, and initially you know I, I really saw it as a burden, and I have to say, it did. It did hold me back because I was looking at it um, really from the lo- uh, the wrong angle. And I think everyone kind of goes uh, goes through this. They have these, you know, they they show up in the world expecting some semblance of automatic connection and and similarity with with people outside of your parents, and that didn't really happen for me. Um, and it's funny, for most people, I think that you don't see yourself as different until somebody else says you are. Right, yeah. And, you, well, at least, and, you know, at least that was uh, that's the way it was for me. Um, because in elementary school, I actually, to be honest, I, for the most part, I felt really um, very accepted. Um by friends and, and, and family and those around me. And I didn't I I didn't run into awkwardness and this idea of really feeling different and feeling outside of the pack until I was in um middle school and high school. And because I saw it as a burden during that time, you know, and I and I sort of let that get the best of me. Uh, I felt smaller and smaller and smaller compared to my peers. And I didn't really go through my first um, breakthrough personally until college. Um, I, I had been in and out of the wheelchair in, in middle school and high school, and I had a bunch of operations, and I was super thin and not the healthiest guy. And... Uh, uh, yeah, really, really low on weight. And then um, when I hit college, I just made this this personal decision that I wasn't gonna let uh, that I wasn't gonna let this thing that I saw as a as a burden uh, hold me back. 
anymore. And I just I I told the people around me that I was gonna that I was gonna walk in college. You know that I wasn't gonna use a wheelchair and that I was going to get in shape, you know, I was going to start going to the gym and exercising. And, um, you know, there was a lot of people close to me that really fought me on that. And, but I stood my ground cause I knew I finally, you know, um, I, I had sort of found my two feet, uh, if you will. And, uh, you know, they had found solid ground and I wasn't going to go anywhere uh, and I wasn't going to let anybody shift, uh, my decision. And I, I really, I really took to that 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 advantage, and I decided for the first time that I was gonna, even if I was nervous on the inside, that on the outside I was gonna celebrate who I was. I love that. Uh, and I found, you know, I found that the more vulnerable uh, that I was regarding myself, um, you know, but and yet still carrying a smile on on my face, that I was, I was able to connect with people on a much uh, deeper, la- uh, deeper level, and get these, find these amazing uh, friendships. I remember the first time I went to the gym. I love telling this story when I, when I go speak. Um, I found this football player. I went to college at Elon University in North Carolina, by the way, and uh, I found this football player on campus. This huge guy uh, named Bob, and uh, I remember connecting with him. And I said, "Dude, I don't know who you are, but..." you're going to take me to the gym, we're going to be friends, and you're going to show me how you became so massive. Oh, my God. And he was like, uh, okay, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, like, I'll show you a couple pointers or whatever. And then we went to the gym the first time, and uh, we worked out together for about two hours. And then uh, he left. He was like, dude, I have homework, I have friends, you do whatever you want. Well, I had never really worked out with weights before, at least with any sort of direction. And I didn't understand that your body is supposed to hurt the next day. Right. Right? Yeah. So I, you know, I decided to work every part of my body, you know, for just ridiculous lengths of time. I I wound up being in the gym for four hours uh, (laughs) that first day. And my body didn't really understand exercise at that point. So the next day, to say that I was in pain is like a ridiculous understatement. Uh, like I don't know if any of you guys out there have ever seen uh, Lord of the Rings, but if you could just picture Gollum on a really, <laughs> really bad day, like just if Gollum had been hit by a Mack truck, that's what I felt like. That's like the best description I have. But for some reason, despite the pain that I was in, I was I I fell in love with this idea that I could could better myself and in a way sort of control um control my my future in a way and you know even though there isn't really any sort of control not really but i i at this time this was the first time that i really shifted from a um like a what's the best way to describe it from a a to me to a a by me state really well it's funny when i was Ahead, you ahead, yeah. you were told that you that so many doctors told you you wouldn't be be able to walk, right? I mean, you've talked yeah, about that. Yeah, that I wasn't going to be able to. <clears throat> that it wasn't going to last. Yeah. That it, yeah. And if I, and if I did, that I would be too exhausted uh, to go from A to B, and it was best that I just stay in the wheelchair. And it was either you couldn't walk, or if you do, it's not going to last. And it was just very, yeah. Um, do you do you feel like you finally got to a point of surrender? 
and then found strength? Do you know what I mean? Like in your in your turning point in the this whole transformation? Because again, you had even as you're speaking and talking about it, you make it sound. I know it wasn't easy, but you know, you're sort of flo- like floating through it, and it's it's amazing to me because it felt like when I read your stories, like you had so many doors kind of slammed in your face, or so many people telling you, "Nope, won't be able to do it." World's not ready for someone like you. Blah 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 blah. Right. But yet at the same yeah. time, you're like, "Nope, I'm doing it." So, did you ever feel like you needed to surrender to it first, or not at all, or just well, make that you know, decision I to kind of turn it off? To the truth, I think surrender. I think surrender was really the third part of the journey, um, and that didn't happen until for me that didn't happen until I was actually put back in the wheelchair a third time. You know, when I when I or um, a second time, second or third, uh, I'm trying to remember which one it was. I think I want to say the second time. Second time I was put put, put back in the wheelchair um, because when I was in college, I was sort of I w- I would like to call that kind of sort of my warrior phase. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had a bunch of, of shades of, of CP, if you will. And, and when I was, co- when I was in college, I was like, I, I saw myself as this warrior and like, I can conquer anything and, you know, just very, um, uh, almost combat driven, even though I'm the most nonviolent person you'll ever meet in my life. I, I guess I could, you would call it like an internal war. Um, right, but I knew right. I was going to, that, that I knew I was going to win. You know, um, and and this this point of surrender. If I may uh, fast forward a bit, um, college was really where I where I picked up the guitar and and started taking music seriously. But um, my my second real intense shift, believe it or not, actually only happened uh, several months ago. Believe it or not, that's how that's mm-hmm. how soon it was. Because because very recently, um, I was actually put uh, back in the wheelchair. I had a, a freak accident um, at my house, uh, and and the best way to describe it, and the fastest way to describe it, honestly, is I got in a fight with a pair of pants and lost. Right, that's right, exactly right. What happened? <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but that's that's exactly what happened. Um, and I I dislocated my knee, it went way out of whack, and tore up some stuff in my leg, and before you knew it, I was back in the wheelchair, and um, there was uh, hope for, for, you know, they thought that an operation would make things uh, easier for me, but again, getting up out of the wheelchair uh, was was really up in the air, and they didn't know that if it, if it was going to be possible. It was kind of one of those things like we're going to do our best, but you know, uh, we'll try. We'll hope for hope for the best, but don't get your hopes too high. Kind of a deal, right? Um, right. And at that point, it was really a rock bottom moment for me because. Uh, you know, I had, I was back in the wheelchair, and my grandmother had just passed away, and I, you know, I was recently single. Like all these things <laughs> sort of happened at once, and I remember when this happened, this, this, this huge transformation. Uh, I connected with this guy, uh, Kyle Seeks, who is this transformational comedian. He does, um, uh, he does shows. Uh, in in Los Angeles and Seattle and as far as I know, you know all over the place. 
um, that are all about you know evolution and consciousness, but he does it in a really funny way, and he's just a just an all around great guy. But I came across one of his YouTube videos one night during this rock bottom state, right? And I watched this really inspiring speech, and I'm like, you know what? It's it's twelve o'clock at night. I think I'll just I got nothing to lose. I'll email this guy, right? Mm-hmm. And so I do. I shoot him an email, just totally full of gratitude. I just wanted to let him know, hey man, you know, I saw your video. Uh, I I do music, um, but you know, I just want to let you know that my my life is kind of in a dark space right now, and you're, I watched your video and it really. Uh, really pulled me out of it, and, and you're amazing, and thank you so much. And minutes later, I got an email from this guy. It was like, find a way to find a way to L.A., find a way to my event. I, we we have to talk. We need to we need to connect. And I was like, all right. If I'm really gonna believe in this, the, the true power of of consciousness and 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 collective thought and just just internal inspiration, then I'm just going to put it out there that I'm going to find a way to L.A. and it's all going to be taken care of. And I was totally broke at the time. Totally broke, totally had nothing, you know, living with mom, uh, nothing, which there is absolutely nothing wrong with that because she's an amazing cook. Um, but... I just put it out there that it was going to work. And I remember I went to my mom and I said, I'm going to go to L.A. in two months. And she she kind of laughed. And she was like, with what, buddy, are you going to L.A.? And I said, I can't explain it, but I'm going to, I'm just, I'm going to go. It's going to work. I just know it's going to work. So I threw open my journal and I started writing down every day that it was all going to be taken care of. Everything mm-hmm. was going to be fine. I'm going to find a way there. And out of nowhere, I, I get this text message from a, a woman that I had connected with um, months and months before saying, Chris, I'm getting married. Uh, I need a wedding song. Uh, my husband and I need a wedding song. I need you to write it. I'll pay you whatever you need. I'll give you whatever you need. Just just tell me what you need, and I'll give it to you as long as you give me this song. So right. I said, uh... Let me. Uh, I think we can work something out. So I called her up and I said I needed a plane ticket to Los Angeles, and she was like, "Done. I got it. Just, just, just write me that song." So out of nowhere, I got this ticket to Los Angeles, and then I got an email from uh, Kyle's secretary saying, "You know what? We're going to give you two tickets to this event for free." Oh my God, I love it. Okay. Um. Then, last but not least. I played a little house concert for a friend of mine, and after the house concert, he invites me to dinner, and he says, uh, has anything unusual happened to you in the last month? And I said, well, you're not going to believe this, but I said I was going to go to L.A. with no money, and everything's working out so far except for the hotel room, and I can't explain how I know it's going to work, but I just know it is. And a couple days later, the guy called me and said, I took care of your hotel rooms for you. Oh, my God, Chris, it's amazing. Um, but again, oh, anyway, I thank you. That's a long story, but um, no, but it's it's amazing because it's exactly what we're talking about tonight. In the sense of, like you just explained it, taking that leap, right? Uh, but allowing yeah. that space, that openness, in that 
leap to, to open up to the greater creativity. But what I love too Absolutely. is that here you wrote a wedding song for someone about somebody else's union too, and again that created the space for opening up to uh, to for you to be being able to go ahead and create more. Um, but I wanted to sort of jog you back to your your music in and of itself because it's exactly what you said sure. before. You're so authentic in the the lyrics and the stories and then obviously the tone of your voice. I mean, you 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 leave it all on stage, you know, like that's you. That's exactly who you are. Your whole journey to me is in is in your songs. It's just amazing to me. Um how do you write, Chris? Because again, you didn't pick up a guitar until your junior year, right? I think you said of yeah. college. Which yeah, is and I didn't really start writing until I didn't really start writing until after I graduated college too. It's amazing um, to me because um, yeah. to me, your songs and and your sound is, is amazing. How how do your songs come to you? How how do you you know how do you open up? How do you do it? Well, you know. I'm really glad that I'm 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 on this show to answer this question now because people asked me that before and I've really been unable to answer it and now I really think that I can. Um, being so focused on you know developing this self awareness, I I think and I think this really applies to all creativity. I think that people get really caught up in uh, developing a skill. All right, you know, you're just hours and hours of pounding on your craft, which is, of course, important, whatever it is, whatever that creativity is. So for me, writing, writing songs, just constantly doing it, constantly, you know, forcing yourself in a way to write. But there's more to it than that. As far as how I write is concerned, it's really about, um, especially recently, it's about a knowing, um, knowing that that that's sort of your your niche, your thing, the thing that gets you going, the, your your flame, your passion. And people think that um, uh, just knowing something is like is, is a is a a string of fa- of facts or this this uh, this knowledge in your brain, but really true, really and truly knowing something is a feeling. Mm-hmm. So as far as how I write my songs are concerned, I wake up every morning knowing that if I stay in the room, the feelings will come together with the words and uh, some semblance of, of, of creation will be left on, on the table. As long as I'm out there long enough and, and, and stay in the room and I'm emotional and I'm vulnerable with myself, whether I'm with somebody else or I'm alone then everything else will take care of itself. I think that's the essence of creativity. Got it. And it's almost exactly the same, or maybe it's not, but you tell me of how you got yourself to L.A., right? It's sort of that knowingness or that trust, right? It really it like is. Sort of it, trust that's first. the key. Yeah. It's yeah. knowing and trust. I, this is, again, this is just my personal opinion. But, again, going back to pounding on your, your craft, that is really important, but what's I think what's happening for people is that once they do spend hours and hours really, really focusing on their craft, then they develop a knowing based on that. They develop that feeling. When a lot of people don't realize you can have the feeling before you even start pounding on the craft. 
It's already in you. It's already there. There is sort of there, there's there there is a certain essence of meditation and working things out and putting things out on paper, but it is there. You were born with whatever that essence is. You have it already. Right, and you came out singing it, so we already know like you had it already. <laughs> well, I mean, people, you know, people yeah. are so worried about about yeah. reaching on the outside of themselves to grab grab something that they already have. Yeah, but see, but for me, Chris, that's where music for me comes in in my life, right? <laughs> because I'm one of those people who is going to pound and and let my head get in the way. And when I listen to music, uh, that's when I finally let go. So what you create for me is that space. Like I have to, if I tap into music, and then my brain goes, oh, okay, boom, and it 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 releases and it gets empty. So then the the rest can kind of come in. Um, but you're echoing, we had a guest on a couple months ago by the name of uh, Betsy Gutting. And she said mm-hmm. the same thing that you said. She said a lot of times people, um, basically she was saying they, they, they need to take a step and then the universe will meet them. You know, but you Absolutely. can't wait for them Every to time. get to you. She'll say, it's already there. Take that step first and it will it will come to meet you. And that's what... Uh, that's what you need to do. Um, how does every, the every time. how do the melodies come to you, Chris? Is it the exact same thing that you're just saying? Like, do you do you tend to write? I'm just curious. Do you write? Oh, Janelle keeps coming on and off. Um, hold on, I'm going to try to call her in a second. Do you tend to write the words first and then the music, or do you do it? Um, you know, does, it all does just it, sort of happens from song to song. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it, it it honestly they've always come together sort of at the same time. Um and I have to say like as far as pounding on my craft, I've been really really blessed to have um really spent a lot of time with people who are better than me. <laughs> uh I have to say and 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 to learn from these these songwriting sages and these just really really incredibly talented people. I mean, Meant to Survive, I co-wrote that song with a guy uh, named Mark McGee, who is easily the best um, the best producer, or what was the best producer in Raleigh, uh, North Carolina, where I'm from, by far, and now he's out in L.A. just crushing it. Um, and I learned, a, you know, I, I learned a lot from him, and I connected with a lot of people before that. And it started with me just completely raw emotion in a coffee shop and then it just evolved into this music career yeah it's amazing um and i think like i said before your authenticity comes right there i mean it, it is who you are and you can feel it uh when you sing it and i think we can all relate to uh having going up against things. Sorry, I'm, I'm dialing Janelle right now. That's okay. <laughs> um, That's okay. We can all... Janelle. Hello. Hey, okay, we're on. <laughs> uh, hey. Um, <laughs> I've been calling in for like 10 minutes. It's okay. Uh-huh. And and it's funny because I can see it blip and then I'm like, wait a second, wait a second, whatever. So. <laughs> it's cool, it's cool. We're glad you Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was just asking him to know how he creates, and um, he was saying uh, there's a little bit of surrender um, 
but that he it's already in there, but that you kind of have to make the move first to to get met with you know with creating. Yeah. Um, you know, as far as songwriting, you really you, we we've said the word channel so many times already, but that's really that's how I sort of that's how I see myself. And and just to quickly answer the question directly regarding melody, I've always felt that melody is the head and heart connection. That's where melody comes from. When you can take passion and connect it with, you know, with with your your mind and 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 that knowledge that that you've acquired. Put those two things together, and you'll you'll always find the right notes. That's too funny. So, so I only heard the part. Um, I heard a couple of parts. So I heard the part where you're talking about. Um, the comedian. Um, Kyle Thief, yeah, great guy. Yes, yeah, and I had, um, it's funny because Jen and I had talked to him about being on the show too, so. Um, yeah. <clears throat> um, but also, you know, that part of it that you were talking about when he said, you know, just come, you know, figure out a way to get here, there's, there's, another, there's another rhythm that if you hesitate, then you miss, great moments like that. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And I think quite often I don't know, to me, I you'll find this funny, but um to me I always hear and this is really legit, I swear to you, I hear a musical every day of my life. <laughs> it is a musical theme for everything that I'm doing playing in my head. Now it's not me coming up with those themes. It's just, <laughs> it just so happens to be that way. So some days it's Lucky Charms and. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. Other, other days it's other things, and I have no idea what I'm going to wake up to in the morning. Um, <laughs> but literally, they play theme music for my daily activities at this point. Oh my um, God, that's fantastic. It's pretty great. Um, I can't, I can't lie to you and tell you that it's not. <laughs> oh my God. But but there's you know there like I was saying <clears throat> you know when I was listening to you talking about the places where you had to um, you know go back and re what I call go back and reinvent yourself that's what I call it right go back and yeah. reinvent yourself okay go back and reinvent yourself <clears throat> and um, most people in my experience um, usually get stumped by the first one and don't ever move past the first stopping place. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. uh, we're, we are creatures of nature, you know, so just as nature reinvents itself every season, we have to do the same. And, you know, it's um, true. It's, it, what's also true is that I think that oftentimes we, it's a matter of losing sight of the, the blueprints in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that the blueprints that we come in here with are, are a lot bigger and a lot more complex than we, we give ourselves credit for, you know. So it's really, it's hard to see the whole thing. And I think that that's another thing that, that, that stops people yeah. from moving I think, Well, like for me, I get really big pictures um, mm -hmm. about things and... Um, it's it's never really been a 
a scared moment for me. That's just always how it's been, so I don't know it any other way. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but what, in my experience, um, how it's explained to me is that we can only, um, be, because our frequency is, or in your body is such at a rate, uh, at a certain place in time, that you can't mm-hmm. ingest more of the picture at that moment. Yeah. Until you raise a, you know, or reinvent yourself, go to a different level of connection to yourself. And then it I, opens up a new place. And then it opens up a new connection or uh, a new, uh, better way of being or or a different connection to somebody or whatever the case may be. The, the plan right, is already so, there. Yeah. Yeah, the evolution is already set in place. Yeah, right, but so Janelle, I have a quick question. So when we get stag- stagnant, right, and we and we don't move for whatever reason, fear, whatever, we then prevent ourselves from being able to move up vibrationally to get to the bigger picture. Is that what can happen? Mm, no, or is the bigger picture always going to step in in a different way? So, like for example, if you don't take this road and you're too afraid to do that, let's just say fear, something else will pop up. If you if you're in tune to it, well, <clears throat> this is this is how I'm hearing the answer to that question. Is do you like a two by four um, <laughs> against your head? <laughs> so, <laughs> or do you like the tactical to be popped out of the show again? <laughs> yeah, you know I know that cosmic two by four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> It's 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 not that you're. They're always going to give you. They're all. You always get. You always get there. It's not that you never. Or it's like a weird faux pas to say, but it's not that you never get there. You always get there. Yeah. You always do. Really, it's just whether you like to do it the hard way or. In in some not form or another. Way. Right. Yeah. Like the easy way. Like whatever. With being open to it and just boom, like yeah. no, take it, go, move. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. all that whole bunch opened up, like within two seconds of the first yes, he got a thousand other yeses. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, oh, yeah. Jen, you've seen that happen when when we've been out doing things. Yeah. Like yeah. I drive your car in New York or you know in Jersey, and I get on the plane in twenty minutes. Like yeah. that doesn't. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Time well, I mean, yeah. people, I, I think another thing too is that the more, the more extreme the yes, uh, the more uh, unbelievable and the more fearful, uh, the more unbelievable it seems, and the more fe- fearful uh, other people see it. So, like mm-hmm. the the the, for example, you know, the extreme yes for me is, is as I said, you know, after that accident I was put back in the um you know I was put back in the wheelchair and then after I um after I got to LA and I connected with Kyle I told him uh at his event I said hey man you know then the um we we talked about the future as if it had already happened in a in a little game that you you play with uh Kyle called Kylegoing and uh <laughs> I said hey I said hey man the next time you see me um the next time you see me I'm going to I will have started a uh I will have started another another business 
And, you know, I listed off all these things, starting a business and, and writing a musical and blah, blah, blah. And at the end, I said, uh, I'm, I'm going to be able to walk again. I told him that. Perfect. And Perfect. when, you know, months after that event, just just crazy stuff, uh, um, crazy stuff uh, aligned for me. They didn't have the, the machine here in, in, uh, at, in North Carolina, the physical therapy place, didn't have the, uh, the right stretching machine for me. So my business partner and I, uh, made one. <laughs> we, uh, my, my, my partner works on, on motorcycles as a hobby. So he, 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 he does like metal work and a bunch of other stuff. And so we talked about how to make it on, on the way home from a, a business trip. And, uh, a couple days later he was like, Hey dude, I have a prototype for you. And so, and, and it, it worked. It, it stretched me out, and that in, com- in combination with, with physical therapy and exercising. And the next time I saw Kyle Cease in Arizona, I walked into a room where he was speaking, and I said, I told you. <laughs> Perfect. You know. So it's, it, this is, it's powerful stuff, you know, well, in real. You know, <clears throat> I think, you know, for, for me, like, the – like with your side of it, the music side of it, um, you know, that for some people alone is like the fear of creation or creating something is um, just getting off of that step, you know. Yeah. I have no idea what to create, you know, or um, yeah. I can't do that or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. you know. Um Yeah. And and um, really, we always do know exactly what we want to create. Yeah. The fear is admitting it to ourselves. Yeah. Really. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> and I I find that um, that that place right of just saying it out loud, just beginning the process at least, you know, getting giving the universe permission to meet you wherever you are. No, it's it's just it's funny about you you're you're constantly talking about the universe meeting you. Um there's uh lots of people out there I'm sure uh uh journal in the morning or at night, you know, talk about uh either the day they want to have or the day they did have, you know, as a as a form of release. And I actually I do this thing where I wake up in the morning, I go to, uh, I sit down in my chair and I just start strumming my guitar and I sing how my day is going to go. That's great. <laughs> so that's sort of my way of talking. To, <laughs> instead of talking to the universe, I sing to it. Oh my God, I love um, it. And uh, I definitely attribute that sort of, uh, that methodology, as as crazy as it may sound to, to uh, some people out there, to some some of these amazing uh, things that have happened up to this point. Well, you know, speaking of that, you'll you'll get a kick out of this one. So I was invited to a um, private party um, at this uh, restaurant in in town, and um, there was a piano player there. And I I was working at the party, so I got up to go to the restroom, and and the piano player stopped me. He goes, "Do you sing?" And I sat there and I go, yes, I absolutely do. <laughs> I oh, my God, I love it. Awesome. 
And he goes, okay. And I go, well, I'll talk to you in a minute. Let me get to the record. So I go to the bathroom and I come back and he goes, well, what are you going to sing? And I said, I love it. Hmm. Um, and I'm looking around that this is a pretty, you know, the, you know, we don't talk restaurant, you know, you better, you know, very prestigious restaurant. You need to be in order when you are in here, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> and so I said, all right, let's sing this little light of mine. So, <clears throat> yeah, so he begins to play. His name is Michelangelo. And oh, I love that too. Right. And he, everybody's staring at me at the restaurant and they're all looking at me and I said, okay, that's it. You have to sing with me. This is not going to work. You have to sing with me. So they all began to sing with, sing with me and we proceeded to sing the whole entire song and then I finished and he said, are you going to be here next week? And I said, oh, yes, my God, I I'll love be it. the loud singer next week if you want me to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's oh my God, awesome. Oh, Janelle. But <laughs> it's, it's taking, you know, like if, if I would have said no to him, right? Yep, I hear you. Yeah, I would have missed. It didn't. I I don't sing in key. Like you know, I don't really give. I don't care. <laughs> right. I do not care. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if you know, I tried, I could, but I really don't care. So, um, <laughs> everyone's got their own method, you know. <laughs> no, I love that though. But you're totally right. Like you. Um, you were open to it so, yeah. from the get-go. Yeah. 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 So it's the same thing when when, when Chris asked me when I was in Sedona, he's like, well, what yeah. are you doing? And so I, I explained yeah. everything to him. I, so what? Yes, let's yeah. do something together. Yes. <laughs> well. That's uh, how it works. you got to say yeah. yes more and more. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, wait, Joe, I wanted to give a little aside, and then I have a question for you with this and our statement. So um, I don't know if you heard in the very beginning, Chris, um, he said he was born singing. And he His mom <laughs> swears, like, everyone else comes out crying. He came out singing. And I'm telling you, like, <laughs> yep, there it is. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, you uh... – yeah, there it is, my friends. Um, you were talking, though, about the time to co-create, right? So if we're not saying yes, yeah. you know, then – you know, or or if we are saying yes, it's already out there. Right, waiting for that, right? Right, but, you know, I mean, saying yes to everything, right? It's not like that. I mean, it's not like a no. I know, but but you know, I think we do. We hesitate a lot. We go through the mental process of like, well, uh, why are they asking that? What do they want from me? And right, and like, well, what happened last time? Oh no, that didn't go right. Oh, well, I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, and the bus has already left. They're like, sorry, we're on to this guy, you know. <laughs> so. And I think we are in the space of versus um, when Jen and I, when we first met Jen, it was more of an individual space and we weren't co-creating a lot. Right. Um, and so we've shifted into this other energy of being supportive of each other more. Um, and building bigger platforms of of missions together, if you will, and um, <clears throat> that therefore, like my network connects with Chris's network, and then Chris's network connects with Kyle's network, and then whatever it gets right. bigger and bigger and bigger, and then you can effectively um, shift more energies that way. 
And yeah, it's a um, massive ripple effect. Yeah, and so that that's a new shift since probably I would say 2010, 2009. Um, that shifted into play, um, and um, I think you'll see that getting more and more as as we go. Um, and, and stepping away from more that um, in the past it was let me look to the guru, you know, um, right. and putting people on the pedestal um, instead of um, owning your own um, space and truth and following your heart um, and letting that lead you. And, um, you know, I think it, you know, the bigger platforms that we're creating is to compensate for the um, sort of the, I don't want to say devastation that we're, you know, on the mm-hmm. other side of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, but it's a way to create more of a positive rhythm and um, allow people to move in a different way. Yeah. And so <clears throat> those things, I think, you know, you do have to be, you know, you still have to make sure, you know, it's right for you and all that. Can you just know to say yes automatically? But we, the thing is, is you can feel the yes or you, or you can feel the no or you can feel the wait. I can feel all That's three in the exactly. moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when, yeah. when Chris asked me, it was like, well, yeah, this is what I do. Let's do this together. Okay, great. Same thing with Jen. Okay, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. Jen knows I'm all the time. Get this person, get this person. <laughs> right. <laughs> Every now and then I have my seven second delay and I'm like, Oh right, duh <laughs> And and um you know, if you're constantly in that um place of creation it's the same thing. You're just creating music with other people. That's it. That's what you're doing. Yep. You just can't you can't hear it as music. I hear it as musical all the time, but that's me. Um <laughs> That's why I really need a recorder in my head. I really do. Um, someday, you can help me someday. write some of these songs. Yeah. <laughs> someday they'll be able to capture whatever is playing in my mind. <laughs> well, Chris, because we need you to write our songs, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, which by the way, which by the way, I'm still 100% up for doing. If you guys still, yeah, that would be oh, great. Yeah, I would love it. that. Oh yeah. 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 Cool. I would yeah, love I that. already. I already talked with um, I already talked with some co-writers of mine, and we're definitely up for it. So perfect, cool, very cool. And um, so, what um, do you when you like when you go and do an event like you just did the event in LA? What what do you when you go there? What do you what do you do? Do you create music with people? Do you Thing for that, what I'm like, what do you do? You know, it's really all it's 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 a total mystery to tell you the truth. There's not really anything. You know, I wish I had a specific uh, uh, answer for you. As far as the LA thing was concerned, and 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 connecting with Kyle, um, uh, there wasn't really an agenda. I wasn't really set up to do anything specifically, other than just mm-hmm. connect with him and talk with him and and. Uh, um, see what became of it, um, mm-hmm. and n- I I think we just really went. I, I think I really just went there to 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 self actualize the idea that I should be there. 
Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. You know, I know, you know, it's, I, and I realize even, even as I'm saying that, that that's, that that was very like out there and sort of esoteric, but like it, that was really the, the reason that I came there was to, to connect with them and connect with those people and just fall in love with the space. It, it wasn't that. about going and, it wasn't about going and speaking and it wasn't about going and, and creating uh creating music with people. It was about personal connection. Um and to be yeah. honest, that's really the next uh that's really the next step for me. I mean I'm in uh I'm on the East Coast right now and I have some uh some loose ends that I that I need to tie up, but I my heart is really on the on the West Coast, and so I'm I'm putting it out there <laughs> oh, to as many that. people as I can that I really want to go. Um, and and to be honest, as much as I have, uh, as much as I have traveled and performed and written music and uh, and done all, you know, been blessed to do all these amazing things, um, I've never had my own my personal my personal vision of independence, let alone having a personal vision of independence in uh uh Los Angeles. So that's my um that's that's my dream right now and that's my future reality for me. That's so funny. Um, <clears throat> not funny for me. All, you know I, No, I think yeah, it's I totally interesting, you know, because of like my East you know, my East West Coast connection and then I'm smack dab in the middle. <laughs> Right, you are. Oh, oh my God. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you were so, telling me that the last time we were on the phone, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I've had some uh, great, great times in L.A. doing uh, a tremendous amount of healing. So, um, uh, matter of fact, uh, actually, Kim, my friend that I uh, sent you her number, um, she's wanting me to come back there shortly, so i got to work that out. But, um Cool. I um I really am interested in you know helping people um connect more with what you're doing and um when when um when spirit sends me someone and I really there's a vibration there that pings true for me or that it's something that I'm supposed to um, be involved with or contribute, it's very clear to me. And um, that was one of the one of the things that stood out with me, with you, was not only that, but the, the shirts, doing the shirts and <laughs> all that yeah. stuff too. Um, <laughs> so much, so much, so many so irons, so many fires. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was really important to me to let people know more from my area, which, you know, is kind of southern, you know, they don't really know a lot about the spiritual music in the sense of, not I don't want to say your spiritual music, but, you know, more empowering, you know, people that are connected with music is really important for me um, to make that wavelength stronger. And um, because I'm very connected with music, I have music in everything that I do. Um, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't connect with it. the other yeah. side without it. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel that. Music is a really so, powerful thing. It always has been. Whether I created yeah. it or not, it's 
you know. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think, um, you know, like I said, that was really important for me to get people connected with that part of it. But the whole other side that I understand is that when, I don't know if you know this, but the notes on the guitar are actually um, the chords in, in the chakras. Really? Not only that, yes, not only that, but each note calls a different archangel to you. That's so funny, Janelle, because I was going to ask you about the energy of the <coughs> the songs and how it trans, transcends, you know, how it shifts, you know. Right. Um, so, so you know how when you're amazing. holding a guitar and you can, you can well, I mean, you, I can feel the vibration, but when you hold the guitar, you can hear, you can feel the vibration in your body. Amazing. I can, I mean, especially, especially when you strum, especially right. when you strum it. Um, right. But so yeah, each, I totally get it. Each, each note is a chakra in the body. Um, so when you, um, in the note is in tune, or whatever tune that resonates with your body, it shifts and opens that chakra up, so that it creates healing in your body. And not only that. But each each note calls a different archangel. So um, Archangel Michael, Gabriel, all of the archangels have um, notes associated with them. Oh my God, I love that. That's beautiful. So yeah, it's a really <laughs> it's a really um, interesting um, thing. I'm very connected with sound sound healing. Um, and the movement of sound, because I can actually hear how people sound um, in the world, not when they talk, but what they sound like. Just what the, the so, sounds that they give off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's Very how, cool. that, when I connect with people, <clears throat> that's what I'm connecting to. <clears throat> so it's either a static, you know, like a static. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> or it's very clear. <laughs> and, and some people are very clear. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. And, um, and we go in and out. You know, we go in and out of that. It's not always the same. But um, <laughs> um, sound to me is a um, very, um, because how I hear, how I hear in general is in megahertz frequencies. So my my ability to connect with the those inaudible messages are radio frequencies. Mhm. Mhm. <clears throat> so, well, but just, back to the okay. music. <laughs> it's back to the music part of it. Um, Very cool. It's just that that's just I didn't know that that's you know kind of like with you I didn't know that that's what that was I just knew that that's what that was I didn't have a label for it. <laughs> Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Jill, that's like right. whole life is amazing. But uh, I almost <laughs> want to go back to Chris, like to some of your songs, and and go back through the notes, right? Of like meant to survive and see which archangels, boom, boom. You know, I mean, they they all are in all the songs. But that, that's amazing, Janelle. That's really amazing. It, so yeah, it really is. When you start when you start piecing out the notes of a song, you can see uh, which which notes are hitting uh, which chakras and which. Uh, which ones are connecting with what angels? It's very interesting. But the other thing too, Janelle, is the tone of his voice. I mean, not just Chris, but mm-hmm. Chris's voice, the tone. And I, it's so funny. I said this mm-hmm. to him in the beginning. Is amazing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, and obviously, Chris, the different songs you sing, you sing them differently, but your tone is just, for me, just amazing. Um, soothing, but yet uplifting and the whole thing. Um, but Janelle, I had no idea. That is absolutely amazing about the archangels and the chakras, and that makes so much sense in the sense of uh, how uplifting songs can be or whatever emotion that they bring, right? And obviously healing. Uh, that's right. phenomenal. Wow. Well, oh, man. You know, the other thing about singing, and it really doesn't matter, like, in key, off key, whatever. It doesn't matter. When when you, when you're singing, and, and Chris knows this, but when you sing, um, the, the sound of your own vibration coming back to you is a huge thing. Like, it, it really is a big thing. Um, is it just then, healing. and is it you, um, truly being authentic to you or revalidating you or, you know, kind of like the I am? Is that what it is when you're singing yeah. to yourself, to your conscious yeah. or subconscious? Or, wow. It's amazing. Yeah. And so when he's, when Chris is doing that, when he's singing from that place, um, that tone that you're hearing is, is that um, heart, heart opening tone. So he connects to you through the heart. And that's the note that is resonating with the heart frequency. Which is what you said, Chris, when you when you make your melody. When you said writing a melody, yeah. you actually said it's the connection between the heart and you mentioned something else when you were describing... The heart, the, heart, the head and the heart. Yeah, you were mm-hmm. like, that's how you do your melody, yeah. exactly. Yeah, there it is. That's wow. what it is. So, yeah. so, Chris, there's an interesting place. So when you're... <clears throat> um, <clears throat> when you're singing, the... Um, you can, you can, there's, okay, so there's, you understand what I'm saying, but there's tones that you can make, and then certain tones uh, have more uh, vibration in your head, right? And then oh, more yeah. vibration in your throat, right? And right, then right. other ones have a vibration sense. in your heart. Yeah, that's what, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> anybody can do that part of it. It doesn't matter how it sounds. It's just the right. expression um, coming right. out. You know, um, and you can turn you know, to your own frequency. You know, it's funny you say that because there's actually, I, I can't remember who, uh, the name of the author off the top of my head, but there's a book um, that's amazing, and it talks about that not only can everyone, uh, not only is it true that everyone can sing, even people mm-hmm. who, uh, you know, say they can't catch a tune in a bucket, <laughs> um, but that you uh, actually, it is unhealthy if you don't sing. Yeah, it makes sense yeah. to me. That you totally. need to sing. That it's like oh, that, yeah. that 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 it's it is a body. Your your that it is necessary for your body to let out these notes. And if you don't, yeah. you're hurting yourself. Isn't that wild? Yeah. No, it's really true. I I totally understand that completely. Um, but I think, you know, it's that whole thing that we get into of, you know, judging ourselves and we think it's got to be a certain way or whatever it is, you know, we tell ourselves and then we don't. And then yeah. that expression, yeah. you know, there's something that happens when you exhale and inhale, you you, you drop that down into your heart space, it forms a, um, a figure eight, and then that opens up your intuition. So the oh, yeah. fact that when you sing, you're connecting to the heart space, um, and dealing with the mind is is really important. Um, absolutely, absolutely, it's it's its own it's its own meditation, really. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, oh yeah, it um, totally is. Yeah, yeah, 
So what are you so what are you working on right now? Well, my big thing right now is that we're I'm I'm very passionate about um uh self-awareness and self-love as mm-hmm. an anti-bullying initiative. Um because you know, for the past several years I've traveled around and spoken and performed at schools, you know, sort of shared my story, but I I'm really uh my thing is that self-love is not a big enough, affluent enough message um, in in schools today. Uh, the, the, a lot of the anti-bullying initiatives out there right now are, you know, let's tell the administration to do this or let's have this outside yeah. influence come in and fix it, when really, you know, bullying has always been what I consider a schoolyard issue. And what I mean by that is the only thing, the only way that um, bullying is going to dissolve, and the only way we're going to learn to love each other is if we learn to love ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, and, and I really, you know, I used to be really worried about how sort of cheesy that came across, and then I was like, and then I made a decision. I was like, no, this is stupid. Who cares? This is, that's like a societal thing. That's where that's coming from. If I if I stop and I think that that message is cheesy, that's just something I've received from society that, that says that it's stupid, and it's not. We need love. Is a lot of people say. As a matter of fact, a lot of people say love is used too much in songs. I completely disagree. I think it's not enough. Why? There's no limit to um, how much you can express or and and how to express uh, love in a song. But anyway, I'm getting a little off here. Um, I am launching a sorry, I'm launching a clothing company in a couple months with a, a partner and graphic designer named Jeff Lawson. He's awesome. Uh, the company is called Perfectly Afflicted Awareness Apparel. I love it. Um, and every piece of clothing has love stitched into the fabric in in one way or another. You know, we have really direct, basic, in-your-face messages: love out loud, define normal. Um, uh, uh, be you, everyone else is taken. It's really, really important uh, for me to use fashion as a vehicle for self-love, particularly for teenagers. And we actually, um, every T-shirt that's sold is uh, a dollar is going towards a um, uh, a self-love and... Uh, uh, Teenage love slash anti bullying organization uh, called Get Real, G I T R E A L. Uh, it was uh, one of the, my good friends, Jacob Tabor, is a co founder of it. And uh, and I've always wanted to start uh, a cause driven company. So that's where Perfectly Afflicted comes from. But my hope is that this clothing line um, and a couple of other things that are attached to it are going to allow me to do my music and go and move to the, the West Coast and, and achieve that uh, that dream of independence. And in addition to that, I'm, I'm writing a musical with um, a good friend of mine who lives in London right now, and that's a huge undertaking. It's going to take a couple of years, but it's um, it's basically a, a musical. It's, it's, it's the cool version of High School Musical. It's high school musical on overdrive, um, with uh some serious undertones and it's definitely got uh anti bullying 
self-love theme, and uh, the main character has a um, has a condition, and I definitely draw from my own personal life experience. But the clothing line and the musical, and I'm just writing writing tons and tons of songs and just trying to be a creative engine right now. Well, I would love to have you come out here and do some, do, we'll do some stuff together. I think that would be I would great. love to do that. Um, I would love to do that. It's a whole, it's a whole, it's a whole other energy down here. <laughs> I know, that's why I want to be there. Yeah, you're awesome. Oh my God. Yeah, he's as big as Texas, right? Like you've got that big heart, big whatever. Oh my God, take yeah. it, right? Yeah. No, oh, that's, that's amazing. That, you know, Chris, honestly, that's why I live here is because out of everywhere that I've been, when I hit the ground here, it, you can feel it open your heart. Oh, absolutely. And, absolutely. Every and, time I land. Yeah. I know. It's really crazy. So, um, but yeah, I'd like to have you come out and do some stuff because I'm I'm working on some stuff right now um, that um, I'd like to have you be a part of, um, and uh, definitely because my you know my daughter, she's she's a part of um, she volunteers her time for uh, special needs kids, and then um, she's also um, a elementary mentor for other kids, um, and she's a big part of anti-bullying campaigns herself. Oh, that's so. awesome. Yes. That's awesome. So um, that's her, um, and she's about to go off. To, we actually filled out her college application today. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's awesome. Wow. How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm crazy good about it. No, I really am. I, I you know, I have good. my moments here and there, but I'm good with that, you know. It's the little guy, my my little one, the three-year-old that's going to get me. He, he's, <laughs> yeah, right, he's, yeah. He's my heart, so. Ah. Uh. But um, so yeah, I uh, we should work on that. Um, but uh, I think uh, as far as every everything that you're doing, I think it's like I said, so awesome, and that's why I connected with you. But um, my whole goal is to you know I'm a big cheerleader for people, you know, so. Um, <laughs> That's one of my big things in the in the world to do is to rally behind people and really um, push them forward in a big way. Yeah. Um, as Jim can tell you, um, she sometimes goes kicking and screaming, but I still make oh, yeah. her go. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I uh, I could certainly use um, <laughs> I could certainly use as many cheerleaders as are willing to put up with me. So um, thank you. Yeah, no, no problem. That, you know, and I always will, you know, Jen can tell you too, I always try to make as many connections for other people as I can because I believe that that's also a part of what we're here to do as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, we're all yeah. connected anyway, right? I mean, yeah. isn't that what we're here to? It's a very small world, really. Express. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. Much smaller than we would like to believe sometimes. <laughs> no, it is. It very much is. Um, yeah, but anyway... I've had a, it's been a great conversation, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, this has been amazing, guys. I I don't know what to say. Thank you. Tremendous gratitude. I'm sure you hear it all the time. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, Chris, uh, where else can uh, people connect with you if they want your music? Um, I, I, you know, um, if they want to get in touch with you. Oh, sure. They, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can, um, you can get in touch with me on, uh, uh, Facebook.com slash Chris Hendricks Music. 
um, is or chrishendricksmusic.com is my uh, is my website. And um, I'm actually I love connecting with people directly. So my direct email is um, chrishendricksmusic at gmail.com. And for you the know, record, I have way two like albums. Right. <laughs> um, I have two albums on iTunes. So uh, one is called Noise, and one is yeah. called Meant to Survive. And uh, I, I'm listen, listen as you will. You know, I, I'm I'm so grateful for anyone willing to uh, uh, listen to it, whether they uh, download it off iTunes or they download it off of you know some illegal place I, I really I, I just care that people are listening to the music to be honest I really that's the most important thing for me <laughs> oh my god I cannot wait for you two to get together though oh my god you know Chris forget about it I, you guys gotta tell me in advance <laughs> so I can get my plane ticket I can hold the space with D my husband and be like I don't know what you're doing you got the kids I'll see you later you know I'm heading down well I can, um, uh, I can feel oh the hugs god. already so yeah, um, yeah. you know what do you have on because I know you've got Stuff going oh my on. god! My, yeah, my crazy <laughs> weird schedule. Because um, <laughs> I'm like, uh, one minute I'm doing one thing, and the other minute I'm doing like five things at once usually. Um, so um, uh, yeah, today I just had lunch with the Harris County District Attorney. Yay! Um, that went cool. to benefit uh, homeless women who are rehabilitating from prison. Um, and then, um, uh, let's see, um, Saturday, um, working in town, so I'll be doing a couple of uh, sessions. They're not open. They're already closed up, so I can't really tell you about those. <laughs> so forget you heard that. Um, <laughs> Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday, I'm at, um, I'll be at BMS Houston on Wednesday, um, doing some work there. Oh, yeah, in the St. Patrick's Day Parade. Yay, right. that's coming up too. Yeah, yeah. Um, awesome. yeah, my family and I, we build a float, and we actually ride on it. Last year it was raining the whole time. It was hilarious. <laughs> wow. Uh, we, yeah, we throw out candy, and we dress in, and head to toe uh, shamrock here. Um, fabulous. <clears throat> so we'll it. be doing that also, so you can look for us downtown. Um, and then... <laughs> oh, my God, I love <laughs> it. Crazy weird schedule. Uh, oh, yeah, and then before that, I have a, a fashion show uh, thing that I'm involved with that um, one of the Atlanta, Portia the, from the Atlanta Housewives is going to be in seeing that also wow. before the St. Patrick's Day Parade. Um, and then I have Angels in May, which is with Roger Clemens' wife. We're going to be uh, talking about her jewelry line that was inspired by Archangel Metatron. Um, March 21st, I have a protection class um, about the 10 directions of protection. Oh, my God, I love that. Now, um, can you stream that, Janelle? Will that be able to be streamed? I'm going to try to stream it. Don't be in techno stuff. You know, they I have will. to shut yeah. it down. <laughs> I know. Yeah, um, yeah. So. yeah. My, you know, my goal is to get uh, someone that can take that from me because when I touch electronics, it's a, it's a huge issue. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I'm I'm the same way. I don't do electronic <laughs> stuff. I, no, I really, but I, I say, really hate Chris, it. you like this one. You like this one. They do me. I don't do. <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
They mess with me. I don't do anything to them. They mess with me. Their oh, fault, not mine. I feel you there. I feel you there. Oh, my God. That is too funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I will try to stream that one if I can. That's March 21st. Yeah. Um, that's Very coming cool. up. So awesome. there's a And then I am, I am, uh, which is my big event. That's one I want you to come to, Chris. Um, uh, do something with me. It's called oh. I Am. Can't wait. It's, um, okay. it's, uh, Mm. Last year we had like seven speakers. I had music. I had uh, artists doing art. Because um, I like to create experiences for people. I don't like oh, to yeah. talk to people. Yeah. I like yeah. for people to have an experience. Um, because I believe that's how people shift is when they have an experience. And so. What's the date for that? Um, I'm shooting for. Last year it was in in May. No, April. This year it's going to be probably in September because I'm I'm moving into my house. Yay! Um, okay. Well, cool. I <laughs> probably time September. To out a way. Yeah. Oh my God, I love that. I'm I'll, I'll be there. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris, I'll get you here. Don't worry. <laughs> oh my God, you too. That's uh, going to be awesome. Oh. Um. So uh, that's pretty much. Um. I think about. Yep. Unless anything else pops in the middle, which right. I'll say yes to and then let you know. Yeah, but, cool. Yay. Um, Chris, I'm going to link your music on my site so people can go get it. Okay? That would be very grateful. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Chris, really I want to try to link it on the Facebook. Can I link it on the Facebook? I'll talk to you off air. Uh, if we can link it on uh, the happy hour as well. Because, you know, he's got it on MP3s now, too. It's not the four, whatever the other guy was. Um <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and if uh if anyone is interested in uh even though the website hasn't gone live yet, if anyone is interested in um our clothing, we do have a uh a splash page. So it's www.perfectlyafflicted.com. Oh great. And it's got like all my contact information on there. Um email if anyone's interested in t-shirts or whatever, they can go or um connect with me so um i I really love people (laughs) so i don't mind having my stuff available for people to reach out you know at at some point i have a feeling i might pay for that but right now i don't care (laughs) yeah yeah you may but it's okay it's it's cool i am prepared yeah 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 it's all good all right. I've all right, had such guys. a tremendous time. Yeah, this is I love you guys tremendously. You know, big hug. Big yep. support. And, listen, and Chris, we're going to go out on your you. song. Yeah. Go ahead. Thank you so much. It's been amazing. Oh, you're, you're so welcome. Yeah, yeah. And thanks. Call no, me anytime. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we're going to go out on um, as, um, as Long As You Live from Chris Hendricks on Spiritual Happy Hour. We'll be back on um, March 19th. All right, so here's Chris Hendricks, and uh, have a great night, everybody. Thanks, guys. Take care. Yep.
from you, beauty. 